Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then... Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. An Erio's original. Hello and welcome to Web Crawlers. This is our mailbag episode where we read your voicemail. Read your voicemails. <laughs> no. no, no. <laughs> we read your emails and play your voicemails and the like. I am Allie Siegel. I am Melissa Stettin. And I, producer Maria. We got some reviews. Oh, yeah. Read those. This is from Kestrel. Love them so much. I wrote a limerick. Without the web crawlers, my booze, I don't know what I would do. Allie's laugh gives me life, Melissa's my Ooh. wife, and Maria makes me laugh till I poo. <laughs> oh. That's very nice. Thank you. We did Martin That's write nice. that? Melissa's my wife. <laughs> my wife. My wife. <laughs> this is from Gabby Road. Who's from Gabby? My favorite show. They really love their fans and are so funny. I've created such a lovely community. Five stars. Wow. Oh, how sweet. We love Gabby. Here's an email. I'll read it because it says at one point, sorry for all the paragraphs, Allie. I know you don't like them. Um, <laughs> but guess what? Not always. I love them. Here is a pregnancy prank victim and Ooh. stuff. This is from Elizabeth. Hello, cool bitches. I just listened to your April Fool's episode and wanted to chime in on a few things. First being that I have been a victim of a Facebook pregnancy prank. My boyfriend left his Facebook logged in at work and a female coworker, oh, I don't like this already, posted a status on his account announcing our pregnancy. We didn't... 
that's so weird of her. <laughs> she she had a crush. She had a crush on your boyfriend and wanted to cause drama. Um, we didn't notice for hours until a close friend texted me asking, "Are you really pregnant, or is this a prank?" The worst part was that his dad was livid that he found out through Facebook and left a comment saying something like, disappointed to have found out this way. Oh, Definitely Jesus. not a cool prank. Zero out of 10. That's so stupid. Yeah, that's crazy. That's I wonder if she was actually pregnant, though. I don't think she was. Um, my boyfriend, on the other hand, knows how to play an actually funny prank. A few weeks ago, while I was at work, he messaged me a photo of a chicken in our backyard saying that he just found it out there. <laughs> a moment later, he sends a photo of another chicken and then a photo of a whole fucking flock of chickens in our backyard. I was at work freaking out, wondering where the fuck these chickens came from and how we were going to get them out of our yard. <laughs> I kept telling him to post on our local Lost and Founds pet page, thinking that this was going to be a whole ordeal trying to herd these chickens after a long ass day of work. A little while later, he sent me a final image of the flock flying, flying off into the sky above our house and told me that they had just left. I was relieved and baffled and finished the rest of my shift wondering where those chickens came from and even if they could fly that high. It wasn't until I got home from work hours later that my boyfriend asked me, did you seriously believe me about those chickens? Turns out he'd crudely photoshopped every picture. <laughs> and, and because I was at work, I didn't have time to scrutinize their authenticity like I should have. Absolutely stupid prank, but it kept me entertained during a boring ass shift. My final thing. Sorry, Allie. I know how you feel about paragraphs. <laughs> it's because I'm just a bad at reading. Is that I completely agree with you all that a true prank ends in relief, not feeling like complete shift. Shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you see, this shift. is my problem. Shift. For this shift. shift. For this reason, I loathe fake lottery ticket pranks. Melissa did one of those. I did one of those. Or anything. Yeah, or anything that instills false hope only to rip it right out from under you. That being said, one of the funniest pranks I have ever encountered is a soccer ball filled with cement. Oh my God, what? <laughs> Won't you like break funny. your foot? Oh my That's God. Really if you don't know what I'm talking about, somebody filled a soccer ball with cement and left it at a park, hoping that somebody would boot it and I guess shatter their ankle. <gasps> Jesus Christ. I don't like that prank. Absolutely evil, but it gets me every time. Anyways, thank funny. you for reading. Wow. Love the podcast. Melissa, tell everyone in case they don't know about your uh, lottery ticket Back prank. Back in like, was it 2012 or 2013? I was living in New York and I photoshopped the winning numbers onto my lottery ticket <laughs> and I posted it on Twitter and people <laughs> believed it. People oh were like retweeting, like, oh my God, she won. I had like Good Morning America contacted me. All these news stations contacted me asking for interviews. Whoa. People were like saying the meanest shit to me. Like, fucking Shut bitch, up, you really? don't deserve this money, you ungrateful bitch. Like, give me the yeah, money. But like, they were so right. Many. You didn't deserve it. I know. And, and they were an ungrateful right. bitch. They're so, like, this fucking bitch. <laughs> got this money like i'll fucking kill you i know where you fucking live you better give me this money it was terrifying oh my god i was like oh my god People do i need to like crazy it was so crazy but also you're a liar <laughs> i am yeah, a liar I mean, you're a <laughs> i'm a liar <laughs>
I guess that's relief to your friends to know that you didn't win the lottery and they can stop being jealous. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, thank God she didn't win the lottery. Uh, if you won the lottery, would you give some of your close friends money? Let's say you won like... Absolutely. Me too. Like if you won like $300 million or something. I would give each of my friends like a million, at least a million dollars, probably more. I wouldn't do that. Like I would probably give my friends like $75,000 or like $100,000. <laughs> You have to pay so much in taxes. Like half of that goes to taxes. Sure, but you have $150 million left. I would give probably my close, I don't know, five friends, five or six friends, a million dollars, like family members or whatever. I would do 100,000 to my few closest friends. Yeah, you'd have to give a lot. Maria, would you do more? Would you do more? Well, because you're going to make money off of it. Because we're sharing, we're sharing this endeavor together but i think i would be pretty i i would set aside i've got 150 million at least 500,000 yeah i'd set aside like 5 million to give to charities family and friends yeah so however that i yeah charity cuz charity and family i would also give to like i would repay yeah. my parents for like raising me which you know is probably and then you got to buy a lake house oh and a yeah boat. and the boat's and a boat. not your <laughs> boat <laughs> <laughs> yeah then you got to make sure you can fly first class for the rest of your life so you got to set aside That's money right. for that duh <laughs> yeah there's like a lot of like you i think you'd be surprised at how quickly you could spend that cash and then i would you invest it real estate great investment i'd buy some real estate 10 million it's like sorry i'm so sorry but i need this yeah 10 million is you got to keep that that's like you got to buy a house you live in la it's expensive yeah, ten because mi- ten million could be one house. I would pay you know? for everything forever for my friends. Like we're going to Disneyland. I'm buying all the tickets. We're going yes. like I'd pay oh, yes. for every dinner. I'd pay for everything. If I was rich, my friends would get the best vacations uh, because mm-hmm. I'd just be like, I want to go to Fiji. I got who's I'm coming? Going to get us a yeah. Who's coming? I'll pay. I'm for buying everything. everyone first class because otherwise tickets. people don't do it. Otherwise, you're right. like, oh, I can't, I've got, I'm like, no, let's go have like the best week ever. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. One time I remember like I wanted to go to Disneyland for my birthday and my friends were like, I can't afford it. And then I was just like, OK, like my parents, <laughs> my parents have just given me a bunch of money. Like I'll pay for everyone. Like I'm that person for yeah. sure. I'll yeah. buy fr- I'll buy friendships. Hell There's no yeah. problem. Well, I'll it's pay just for about fun. <laughs> Like people need to get off their ass. If even if you don't have money, then you know what you say. You say I can't afford Disneyland, but let's go. Well, then maybe I'll like hold up a liquor store, and then we can go. You know, like you have <laughs> yeah, to make yeah. sacrifices. Or why don't we swing each other around in the backyard? You know what you say is I think like, <laughs> and I don't I don't think this is embarrassing, but it's like I I if you can't afford it, just be like, hey, I'd really like to go. I can't afford it though, but like. If you guys want, I but I would love to go like, and I don't want to ruin the party, but like, if you guys want to chip in for me and I'll try to pay you back in the future, I would love to do that. Um, yeah. You know, I don't know. Like, I don't yeah, know. What's how the works, point but, of yeah. like having all this money if you can't spend it on your friends? You know, that's the whole right. point. Totally. I'm a big believer in that. Like, spend it on pets and friends. Like, what else are you yeah. going to do? Buy oh, some nice I pet spend, food. I would 
friends. I mean, honestly, you've got like one super duper rich friend and that that rich friend better be taking you on vacations once a year. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100 percent. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. For my for 100 percent, like for my bridal shower, like I just want to take friends if I ever get married, like I just want to take friends on vacation. Although my dad has said that, like, I'm gotten to the place where I'm so old that like he doesn't think he has to pay for a wedding anymore. (laughs) You've gotten (laughs) so old that you don't have to. (laughs) The state will have to pay for it. Yeah. Yeah, My social security. (laughs) (laughs) It's like if you get married at 40, like you and your husband are paying for this. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, that does. Yeah, that would be weird. I don't what are you know. Put yeah. a toaster on your registry. People are going to be like, <laughs> yeah. "What yeah, do we pay for?" Like, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, you that's need why that? we didn't. We didn't have a registry for a wedding. We're like, don't buy us things. Like, we already have a house. We we're adults. Yeah, yeah it's like, <laughs> we don't need things. Please don't buy us. Yeah, anything. just like donate to charity or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what we did. Anyway, should we play some voicemails? Yeah. Yes. Hi, this message is for the web crawlers. My name is Angie. Um, I'm sorry if you can hear my dishwasher. I made the poor decision to call right after I turned it on. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about date synchronicities. I had to say this one because it's been something I think about, um, but haven't quite solved yet and thought maybe you could do it. Ooh. So my birthday is February 16th. My younger brother's birthday is February 2nd. And my best friend's birthday is June 2nd. When I grew up a little bit, I started dance class and her birthday is June 2nd. And she became a sort of mentor and my well, dance teacher and boss because I ended up working for her in other places. And then her best friend was born on February 2nd, which is my brother's birthday. And then I ended up working for that woman as well. And we've become very close. And she's become like an almost second mother, but also a really good friend. And then I started working at another place. Uh-oh. And my new boss, who I also became close friends with, is born on June 1st. Again, not the same as June huh. 2nd, but very similar. And I just find it very odd that those dates, the second, keeps coming up over and over and over again. And then my best friend's birthday is in the sixth month on the second day. Also, her name is Angelina and my name is Angie. And I don't know. It's a lot of interesting things that happened, especially this year. There's been a lot of, like, weird fate things that happened in 2020 between the two of us. Like, we have a joke about egg. And I don't know how it started. Um, But we just say egg a lot to each other. And then we were on a trip to New Zealand right before the world shut down. And we reached into an icebox to get a Coke from... Was there an egg? One of the tour buses that we were on. And I pulled it out and it said, share a Coke with an egg. It was the only Coke in there and the only drink that she had asked for. And I pulled it out and we both like freaked out. So don't really know what that means. Egg. Anyway, those are those are my weird coincidences, and I hope you're able to solve the riddle because Uh-oh. I would like to know. Okay, thanks. Um, also, the show was really good. I really enjoy it. I have some Ouija board stories I should maybe tell you, but that's for maybe another day. I'll call in and talk about it. We got too into it as children. Uh, love what you do. Please keep doing the show. I support it so much. Thanks. Bye. Wow, that's pretty wild. Share a Coke with Egg. So a lot of weird birthday synchronicities with the numbers two and six. I'm going to look up symbolism of number two. Maybe it's that she's got to take a hot dump. 
Uh, number two <laughs> is usually associated associated with harmony, balance, consideration, and love. When this number comes to you, it means that you should have more faith in your angels and faith in the universe. Okay, let's see what six Ooh. is. Uh, the lessons to learn from the symbolic meaning of six are harmony, balance. Okay, so maybe it's that she needs to have more balance in her life. Two, Seems to be uh, six eggs. Let's do 26. <laughs> yeah, what is 26 eggs? S- symbolism of 26 eggs. Um, the first article that comes up is I lost my fertility at 26 after donating my eggs. <laughs> well, there you go. An egg is a symbol of life, rebirth, rejuvenation, neither a beginning mm. nor an end, eternal life. So maybe it's that she needs to find um, balance and consistency in in her life and kind of do like a new uh, rebirth or transition uh, to a more peaceful like living existence. Mm-hmm. I don't know, bro. Sure. Sure, bro. <laughs> Hi, this is a message for the web crawlers. This is so dumb, but I <laughs> just took a break to like walk my dog from watching criminal minds i've been watching it all day all week and i had never watched it before my friend just turned me on to it and then i was like i'm taking a break i'll put on the most recent episode the disappearance of sarah everard and then ali talks about criminal minds the entire time um <laughs> so yeah i don't know that's it uh great work guys sorry bye <laughs> sorry Sorry, I love me some criminal minds. Hello, I have a message for the chief of police. Oh. Um, this is for web crawlers. Um, I'm a big fan. I'm, I've been listening to some old episodes again, actually. And I think you guys need to get back into like anagrams and numerology and like angel numbers. I think some of your yeah, best shut up. We just talked about it. Investigation we did. Um, That's weird. Speaking of angel numbers, Ali, I think you'll think this is funny. The number 420 has been, like, following me around. Like, whenever I look at the, like, the time or, like, my screen time on my phone, like, many times it is 420. Or, like, I turned in an assignment for school at 420. Or, like, the the shipping on, um, like, a package I got was 420. I was like, what is happening? So, I mean, I think I know what it means, but (laughs) I also have a weird synchronicity so like my Ooh. parents texted me out of the blue one day and they were like we think you should like look into david bowie like his his music and his like gender fuckery and i was like i'm like i'm young but like i know who david bowie is like <laughs> i'm not that young so that was weird and then the next day on the street a man walked by me and he was like it's a it's a very david bowie look and i was like what the fuck Ooh. like I mean, I'm like a, I don't know, a slim white guy with like a, like a pushed back like kind of mullet look right now. So I can see where it's from. I don't think I look like David Bowie. And then I was on TikTok. I love your TikTok, by the way. It is <laughs> lovely. But I kind of want to take credit for it. I left a review back in May saying that you guys should make a TikTok. So True. you're welcome. But I was watching this TikTok. Mm-hmm. It was about like Elon Musk, I think. And it had nothing to do with David Bowie. And the caption was just like, at David Bowie. And that was it. We oh my God. on Instagram and someone posted something on their story and it was like a slide through post. And the first photo had nothing to do with David Bowie, but then I clicked on it and it was like, it was an interview with David Bowie and it was about, do you believe in God? And it, the weirdness. So all within like 24 hours, I had all those runs with David Bowie. That's weird. Anyways, 
Love the show. Have a lovely day. Goodbye, especially to the chief of police, Ali Siegel. (laughs) (laughs) Weird. That is weird. How crazy. Uh, The symbolism of 420, if you don't uh, know, is surprising, is having an open heart and being a good healing support for those around you. So um, maybe like your friends or family or the people around you might need your support and aren't asking for it, or you find yourself to be a big support um, sometimes, or like you might be the person who plays therapist for your friends, or maybe you find yourself needing support. It's about like healing and support. So says the internet. I don't know that. Or for maybe myself. you just need to smoke a, a fat J and listen to yeah, some that, David Bowie. Yeah, seriously. That wacky tobacco. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along, and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello. Uh oh. Let's just for the web crawlers. Uh-oh. How y'all doing? This is podcast award winning voicemailer Jeb. Oh, Hi, Hello. how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Oh. Very proud of you. You got it the last time. It was fun. <laughs> All right, then. I'm going to listen to that episode y'all did about that girl that disappeared, man. And I tell you what, sometimes it just makes me ashamed to be a man, all the things you ladies have to worry about and go through with mace and different color fingernail polish, make sure there's no drugs in your drinks. A lot of people don't understand how hard it is to be a woman, man, especially in this face society. Mm-hmm. So I just want to tell you that uh, I think that's crazy y'all have to go through all that and all the scumbags that are out there trying to do y'all harm and whatnot. Anyway, uh, <laughs> And Allie, I mean, who who hasn't masturbated to Hayden Christian? <laughs> exactly. I mean, he's a handsome man. 
exactly. All right, then. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye, Jeb. That's nice, Jeb. Who hasn't masturbated to Hayden Christensen? Am I right? (laughs) Hi, this message is for the web crawlers. (laughs) Yo, yo, it's early time. Boy, <laughs> hey guys. Hi. Okay, so I just wanted to clear something up. Um, it's Becca, by the way. Hi, Becca. Um, we so know. It was not apparently the same Rachel. I'm sad to say, but because of Rachel, 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 Mary, Rachel, Rachel on the Discord confirmed it was not her because she was the right. boy wing. Unless she was saying that she wasn't the boy. No, she did. She I. I that. Anyway, um, I'm driving home from work right now. The sun's dead. It's really pretty. Let's try to keep this train on the road. Uh, the track. Uh, train on the road. No, so, so the thing that I thought was that old saying. Cool or funny or whatever. The house that I was asking Melissa about was for my sister, and her name's Rachel. <laughs> I guess it's not. <laughs> um, my full name is Rebecca, on? and her name's Rachel, and. I was born at one twenty-three, and she was born at eleven twenty-three, and she was second. She has two ones. I don't know why I'm telling you this. I just think it's weird. I don't know, you guys. I'm sorry. I'm a train wreck this week. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> what would you say? <laughs> That's it. Wow, what a voicemail. Wow. What would you say? I heard the milkman. You know, uh, concerts concerts are open in California again, so... Right. We're, Dave I'm Matthews 2021. DMB. Yeah, Dave Matthews 2021 is happening. It's real. It's happening. It's keeping, my, it's keeping me above water here. We're fig- I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. And we're getting backstage. And we're getting backstage. <laughs> yeah. What would you say? Hi, this message is for the web crawlers. Um, my name is Rachel, and I called earlier about my Red Lobster gift cards. And How many so Rachels I, do we have? Um, today I had a synchronicity, and I don't generally have synchronicities. So this is really weird because that people are talking about how the synchronicities happen after you talk to me on the podcast. Today, my mom and I were talking about how she read The Infinite Jest, um, which is a book mm-hmm. that she thinks doesn't make any sense and she doesn't understand why it's such a good book. And I think it's a joke because it's called The Infinite Jest and it's really long and it's got to be a joke. Like people must like it because they think it's like a funny literary thing, but really it's just a stupid book. Anyway, so whatever. So I'm listening to a podcast about this woman who goes crazy and they find out that it's because of like an anti-NMDA receptor encephaly in her treatment. She read The Infinite Jest. It literally five minutes before we were talking about that book. And I just don't really think that that happens. Um, so that was my latest synchronicity. Just wanted to update you. Um, anyways, bye-bye. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to blow her mind with another synchronicity. My brother played David Foster Wallace, the author of Infinite Jest, in a movie about the book. Really? Yeah. So, yeah, that was actually a really, a really good movie. So uh, riddle me that. I love the David Foster Wallace. He gave a commencement speech, something water. Yeah. Something water. Yeah. So good. He talks about how you shouldn't judge people 
by like someone at the grocery store. They could be going through something that you don't know they're going through. It really sticks with you, you know. It really sticks with you. Okay, next voicemail. Um, hello, web crawlers. It's Rosie. Um, I just had the most insane synchronicity, and it's making me a little bit crazy. Wow. Um, I was driving to go pick up a book from a bookstore. Was it Infinite Jest? And oh my god, yeah. if it's Infinite Jest, um, I would I got die. In the car, and I got onto the main street by my house, and I was about to switch lanes, but then I didn't at the last second because there was somebody coming up behind me, and then I looked at the license plate in front of me, and the license plate said Rosie. It was literally my name on the license plate in front of me. And, like, that made me freak out, you know, in and of itself. But I was thinking, like, if I had left one minute later or one minute earlier, or if I had switched lanes like I was going to, I may have never noticed it. And it's like, oh, my God, I can't stop thinking about it. As I've mentioned before, like, I have OCD, and I feel like um, I get really freaked out by, like, stuff like this. So I can't stop thinking, like, oh, what if it was a sign? What if something's going to happen? Like, oh, my God, I'm freaking myself out. But, yeah, basically, uh, that was pretty crazy. Um, Love you guys. Bye. That is crazy. I would be be careful. Sometimes those are just little check-ins, I think, that make you realize you're on the right, you're you're, you're where you're supposed to be. It's just like a little 100%. universe check-in going like, yep, yep. you're on, yep, you're, you're on you're, the right you're path. where you should be. Hi, this message is for the web crawlers. La, la, la. Ooh, yes. Um, hey, guys. Do you ever feel <laughs> super psychic? Like, I, okay, so this happened to me two times, and I feel like it's a, well, more than two times. So whenever I'll, like, I'll be thinking about a client before they show up. <laughs> Like, I'll be like, hmm, I haven't seen this person in a long time. And then, like, sure enough, they're on the schedule tomorrow 100%. or on Friday, I just yeah. realized. And I was just thinking to myself yesterday, like, hmm, I haven't seen this person in a while. I had a weird synchronicity like that or, like, like premonition where I was like, hmm, okay. So I was talking out loud to my boss, and I was, like, telling her a story, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so, like, this girl... I was looking for a new gynecologist, and this girl's doula was like, hey, I'm this girl's doula. I saw we're mutual friends on Facebook. And this girl, her name is Betty. <laughs> Not my friend Betty. You know Betty. Yeah, we know but Betty. another Betty. And I don't know a lot of Bettys, but I actually went to elementary school with this Betty. And so I was, like, telling her this whole story, blah, 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 whatever. And so I told her, like, oh, Betty, you know this family because we grew up in the same town. I, this is such a mess. I'm so sorry. I hope anyone can keep up with this. Um, yikes. The next fucking day, she calls and books an appointment. And I didn't even realize that she was a client because, like, her last name changed. I don't know. I just thought that was weird. But I'll, like, think about people and be like, oh, I haven't heard from them in a while. And then be like, there they are. Weird? Yes. I'm sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> there was something else. There was this thing about Rachel and... um. You know, oh my god, I, this is I, the Rachel like, episode. Okay, bye, Rachel, nice to meet you to me. And my name's not Rachel, it's Becca. And I was like, well, we just had this thing. I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I love you guys. Um, thanks for listening to my crazy ramblings. I have a lot going on right now. I don't know if you can tell. I'm just all over the road. Um, thanks for being cool. 
Keep on keeping on. What does this mean? What does all this mean? <laughs> what does I will that say that happens mean? to me all the time with clients or I'll be like, oh, I haven't had an appointment with this person in a minute. And then like, I'll see that they book a appointment. It's really weird. Oh, interesting. Interesting. I'm just web crawlers. This is Leela from New York. Ooh, um, New York. I just wanted to suggest that you guys look into the communes that are popping up all over TikTok. Oh, that are right. very quickly turning into very clear cults. A lot of people have done work to call them out. I know, I can't think of the name of the main one right now. It's in Tennessee, and it's led by a guy named Tree. And it's got some, like, what? The Garden, maybe, I think is what I, it's called. Yeah, but yeah, I feel yeah. like that would be a cool episode um, to talk about these little cults popping up, and, like what makes a cult, and like the difference between something like that and real communes. Um, cause a lot of people have been calling it out on TikTok and I just saw a drink the Kool-Aid video that this one commune in quotes was joking around about passing a jug of Kool-Aid around and all drinking it. And then they tried to play it off as something else when people were calling them out for making fun of the deaths of 900 people, yeah. uh, from Jonestown. But mm. just thought it would be a really cool episode for you guys. Talk to you later. Love ya. Bye. I've seen those and I've heard about those. There's like a couple different ones that people are have been talking about. You know what's so crazy about that is I literally was just looking at an email from my friend Blair, whose podcast I did yesterday. And it says, also, as promised, here's that weird parent sex cult furniture thing I'm obsessed Here, with on uh, TikTok. Furniture sex cult? I haven't looked at it, but it's like this, like, I think it's like Tupperware parties where it's these like weird moms who are trying to sell furniture, but it's like secretly like <laughs> sex furniture or something. Like it's what? like, it's like sex swings oh that they're trying God. to market as like play things for kids i don't know i haven't looked at it yet but yeah she i literally was reading an email about tiktok cults as that you know what's weird about that is i wasn't paying attention (laughs) no (laughs) was that there's there's a double one coming up right melissa you played the last one first okay so this is all weird because that's the last one i played which melissa played first so like you reading that's even crazier because that's not even in the order i sent them to the other crazy thing is is that voicemail came in like two weeks later than these other voicemails i just picked a really short one the shortest voicemail that had come up interesting that that wasn't even like the cue that's like yeah i played that one because i saw the last one is a double one i was like i'll save this one for weird what weird well here's the final final voicemail of the day hi web crawlers this is rachel the widow again what um i had to call because i was listening to the mailbag and uh, Leela, I think it was, she called and <gasps> responded to my voicemail about Leela just called in again, being in a, dreaming about being in a car and trying to drive it Didn't from the she? back seat. And Is she that said Leela? she had them too. And then later mm. she talked about the squirrel one, which is crazy. And I've, I've never had that. But she mentioned sleeping topless and then having dreams that you're topless and there's people around. I don't sleep topless, but I have had that dream a lot of times where it's like, I'm naked and usually just topless and there's just people around and I'm just kind of covering myself up, but kind of just acting like it's normal or something. And it's really weird. And I have that dream a lot too. I also used to have the dream a lot where 
Um, I have to wear shorts for some reason and my legs haven't been shaved. And um, usually it just means that I really need to shave my legs. <laughs> it's been a really long time. Um, but I don't really have that dream anymore because I just don't give a shit. So <laughs> I think I had to call in because it's funny that Lilo was responding to my dream and then mentioned another recurring dream that I have. Um, I love you guys. La, la, la. Ooh, nice. Yeah, me not shaving my legs and wearing shorts. That's great. That's a great look. Quarantine. I love it. All right, last voicemail. Hi, web crawlers. This is Rachel the Widow again. I I know I just called in. I I paused the episode because I had to respond to Leela's voicemail about my my reoccurring dream. And then I continued listening to the episode. And then Sierra mentions my other... a recurring dream um, about not having a private uh, bathroom like in my dream. Mm-hmm. And and that was like a couple months ago, I think you played that. So meaning both Leela and Sierra listened to that and then or and then decided around the same time to call in about that my voicemail and then you ended up playing on the same Albag episode. I swear I'm not high, but this is kind of crazy. Um, uh, yeah, I, you guys should just take away my voicemail privileges because I'm feeling like I'm calling in too much now. And you have so many. You're going to have to do two mailbag episodes a week to get through all your voicemails. I'm sorry. We have but, a lot. Um, we have a lot. Man, people would hate that. All right. Love you guys. La, la, la. Wow, guys. Well, as usual, thank you so much for all of your fantastic voicemails. Um, a lot of repeat callers. We would love uh, if some newbies don't yeah. be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Yeah, you don't have to interact with us. Yeah. You just have to leave leave a voicemail. Say whatever you'd like. It's a spooky story, a synchronicity, something weird that happened to you last week, a note from the podcast, uh, something you thought was interesting, uh, your own theory on something. Uh, and God knows that when people call, all they do is apologize and get embarrassed. <laughs> so there's nothing to be embarrassed about if you're new. It's just par for the course. What is the phone number, Melissa, if people want to call in? 626-604-6262. Um, anyways, I am Allie Siegel. I am Melissa Stetton. And I, producer Maria. That's it, folks. That's all folks goodbye that's 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 what she wrote an erio's original powered by acast 
Visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.